Hey, 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 it's another day, and here oh. we are on The Daily Thread. Thank you so much for tuning in. Okay, so another day, another episode. Um, how you doing today? Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, you, should, you should point out that it's the first of Adar. It, it uh, is. Mom- yes, it is a momentous event on the Jewish calendar. Mishenichnas Adar, Marbin Basimcha. When uh, we start the month of Adar, we have to add in uh, in Semcha um, because um, um, because uh, um, you know uh, Adar features uh, Purim, yeah, which is a great uh, ce- great celebration of the, um, the salvaging of the Jewish population in ancient uh, Persia. I don't know how many years ago, but uh, a few thousand years ago, um, probably I don't know. I'm not going to say. I, I'm going to guess about uh between two and three thousand years ago <clears throat> that's a broad range it's a solid anyway, guess. uh yes Adar is a is a very momentous uh a month on the jewish calendar and it also serves as a prelude to, to pesach it which does, yeah. uh, comes up uh quickly after purim you know i for the for getting to the first uh conversation topic of the day i got a phone call from somebody before we went live and they explained to me that mm-hmm. today and this is how they worded it and uh, it's we could we could break it down, but today is the Yom Kippur for twelfth graders, for twelfth grade girls, because today is the day that they find out their answers from seminaries, whether they got in or not. And my oh, sources, really? my sources tell me a number, a a number of Beis have off today. Um, that's true because of that. That's true. That's and true. I, your, I, your 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 niece is off today. Yeah, but she's not in twelfth grade. She had color oh, war yesterday. In, uh, yeah, I think she's in. Was she in ninth grade? Ninth <coughs> tenth grade. grade. Uh, I think. I think tenth. No. Um, I think tenth. Yeah. Yeah, tenth. Anyways, um, I I think it's the the conversation really is is has the you know we discussed rejection in the past, but has the whole entire aura surrounding getting into seminary become so toxic that they need to give off school? Because these girls are on, like, again, like someone's at the Yom Kippur for seminary girls. And I feel like that alone is, like, super unhealthy. Um, what well, do you think? We had, this conversation, we had this conversation very early on in the, so at the very beginning uh, of uh, Daily Thread. Uh, probably in the first week yeah. we had this conversation very extensively. I mean, what are you advocating that... Uh, that everybody live like they live in China. Everybody gets uh, enough rice to feed their family, and everybody has a job, and and everybody gets educated. Everybody has a rent, and uh, people don't have to um, use their creativity or their ingenuity or their, uh, or their passion or their aggressiveness to get anywhere. I don't. I don't uh, know. I'm just saying it. I mean, that, that's how. That's how. I'm not comparing. Uh, I'm not comparing uh, uh, what you're advocating for to uh, living in China, but that's what President uh, Xi likes. Uh, he likes the fact that uh, everybody is uh, gets what they need. This way, they're not going to rise up against him. Not, have a, I think, an apartment to live in. I, I think we could. I think we could strike a balance between uh, President Xi in China and the way that it currently is, where we have to give girls off of school today because. Uh, they're probably having panic attacks over which seminary they're getting into and which ones they're not getting into, and their friends so, are getting into and they're not getting into. Just saying, you know, it's a, it seems a little bit intense. The, but, but Nachi, that that's the competitive nature of life. 
You know, um, some guys are going to finish law school and some are going to be hired uh, uh, at some of the top law firms and some are going to uh, be hired by a law firm that they're not so crazy about working for. It yeah, but those are not Jewish. Reputation. Those are not Jewish institutions with the with the main goal of teaching kids Torah. You so understand you the difference to, between you, Cardoza you and Mechonora, or not Mechonora. First that's of not all, a seminary. No, no. First of all, there's many, many more seminaries today than there were 20 years ago. Many, many more seminaries. It's unlikely that you have young ladies who applied to seminary that are going to be left out completely. I'm not going to be able to find a seat in a seminary somewhere in Eretz Yisrael. I mean, I'm out of the loop for a long time, um, and you're not in the loop either. You're on the other end of the loop. Uh, for some people, the loop is a noose. So, uh, you know, you have to decide uh, which direction you're coming at uh, uh, for it. But I think there's enough seminaries today in Eretz Yisrael so that everybody can find a place. may not be their first choice. may not be their first choice, but... Uh, that's the nature of uh, life in this world. Uh, the focus on, uh, focus here is imperfection. Not, not everything uh, is exactly the way uh, you'd like it to be all the time, and the challenge is to, to work with what you got. I understand that, and that remains true no matter what. I'm just saying the fact that it's gotten to a point where we need to get people off, and it's alluded to the Yom Kippur of – of for 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 twelfth graders, that's what that's what one person said. Okay, now, now what about why don't you turn it around? And think about all the people that are getting accepted into the seminaries that they wanted, and the joy that you know, they're deriving from it, and the celebrations they're going to have tonight. They're going to go out to restaurants and they're going to celebrate and feel that they worked hard for the last four years in school, and there'll be a sense of celebration. Now, I think your problem is so yeah, maybe one of your issues is why is an issue with me? Why is it an issue with me? Well, you're the one that seems bothered by the system, by the process. I, I think it seems a little toxic. Uh, boys, I'm, I'm saying the boys don't have the same competitive competition. They can always go uh, find a seat in the mayor usually. Uh, I once heard a rabbi who teaches in both boys' schools and girls' schools. I forgot what the context was, what he was speaking about. He said when he when he gives the girls a test in high school uh, and, he, and a girl gets 95, she starts crying because she didn't get 100. You know, when it, when he when he gives a boys test back and he gets a fifty, he says, "Wow, I do have to work. That's pretty good." <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's a whole psychological uh, difference in the composition of uh, how these young people, um, what their priorities are, what their uh, objectives are, and so on. No, I hear that, and I and, and I think uh, that's been. Inaki, in a perfect world, you're right. In a perfect world, everybody would get into exactly where they want to go. Did I say anything about oh people should get in everywhere? I I even I'm not even bringing that up. All I'm saying is, is the intensity around the people, the girls getting the answers, is so intense that they need to give off of school. And I think that uh, that just tension are you is telling, toxic. Are you telling me every every base of is off today? Is that what no, you're I'm me? not telling you every base of is off. I do know some that are off. And and just I, I know that people are on pins and needles, just you know, uh, waiting for answers. And it's and I, what you're saying is that's just the that's just life. That's just you know that's that, that, that that's the nature of life. It's it's not a um, it, it it's not a it's it's good to people to have challenges in life. I think, and I think people grow from disappointments. Um, believe it or not, as long as they're healthy. Um, uh, a healthy such a thing as a healthy disappointment. I think I quoted him once before. 
in some other context on this podcast where Winston Churchill said that uh, success is what happens in between failures. Do you remember yeah. I said that sometime? I don't know what the context so. was, but but uh, that's uh, that that's uh, that resonated with me uh, a long time ago because that's that's the nature of life. That's the world that God created. I hear you. Well, on to our first of all, I wish everyone luck getting into your the seminary of your choice. Um, and the next story we have is 10 dead, 102 wounded, a heavy gun battle in Shechem. The IDF yeah. surround a home of terror suspects. So this is a view of world. In a rare daytime operation, Israeli security forces, including the IDF soldiers, Yamam counterterrorism officers, and Shimbet operatives raided the old city of Shechem a little after 10 a.m. on Wednesday morning. That's today. Uh, the security forces surrounded the homes of two wanted suspects from the terror cell that killed Ido Baruch Al-Vashalm and were involved in additional attacks. Heavy clashes broke out and fierce hours-long gun battle ensued with dozens of armed Palestinians on the roofs of buildings firing nonstop at Israeli forces and Palestinians on nearby streets hurling explosives, rocks, and other objects. Chazi um, Hashem, uh, there's no casualties or injuries amongst the Israeli forces. Uh, the, the 10 terrorists were killed, like I mentioned. 102 Palestinians were injured. Seven are seriously injured during the operation. And the raid was carried out following information provided by the Shimbet on the whereabouts of the two wanted Palestinians. So it seems like they went in and they got the job done. And uh, it seems like straight out of the movies. This was a 10 a.m. fire battle in Shechem. Uh, that's pretty that's, that's pretty. that's only It's only if you watch movies like Fauda. Uh, or Fauda, depending on how you say it, you know that's what yeah. happens. I wonder if I wonder if they uh, are on the, which which one is mimicking which? Are the army mimicking Fauda or is Fauda you know, mimicking the we, the IDF? When we had our when we had our Israeli cousin over, um, he said that what you see on those shows like Fauda, which try to depict you know a lot of what the Shimbet does and the IDF does, is not even half of it. He says what happens in real life is so much more intense. And uh, sometimes that's that's like really you know like doesn't Hollywood dramatize things? But he's saying no. When it comes to the Israeli forces and the Shin Bet, like they're doing these secret operations, and that's what took place now in Shechem, 10 a.m. Wednesday morning. Okay. Let's head to a new segment that we're gonna oh, have. Okay, is the Shidduch Forum. Where did that come from? Oh, you want to? You're introducing a new feature. A new the Shidduch Forum. We are having a Shida Forum. Is, oh. is that applause or is it raining outside? It's applause. Very overwhelming response by, by our... Oh, it sounded like a very heavy rain. I think we could Put do better. Again. That's better. Okay, that, that okay. sounds good. So this Shida question was featured in last... And I think maybe this week's... Uh, uh, this week's edition of 5TJT by Bailey C. Brown. We're going to read the question and discuss the question. The question is as follows. My daughter-in-law is new to becoming a shadchan. She was single for a long time, and she made a promise to herself that when she gets married, she will help other singles. I would like to think that I had something to do with her decision too. I've been a shadchan for many years. By now, though, I feel like I'm burning out. Things have changed. There's no respect. But for me, it doesn't matter as my husband and I are retired, so I'm not taking on new cases anymore. But in the uh, almost two years of her matchmaking, my daughter-in-law is so dedicated and she's already feeling very discouraged. I know what she's talking about. I discussed this with other Shadchanim uh, in group chats and they all agree that nobody appreciates us. There are Shadduchim we make but never get credit for it. 
That would never happen years ago. We spend day and night helping singles and they complain about us that we're not doing anything for them. At Shidduch events, mm-hmm. there are so many singles who ask to be let in for free or want a reduced rate. Some of them are my daughter-in-law's single friends. So I'm aware when a few weeks after the event, they go on vacation to Florida or the Caribbean. That bothers me as I know that these, what these vacations cost. Baruch Hashem, we go on vacations too. I would love words of chizlik that I can give my daughter-in-law. I heard you've been involved in Shadokan for many years. Please tell me how I can make her feel better about continuing to do this mitzvah when I'm feeling discouraged about the whole system too. Do you think that there's a, there's a, I guess, an aura of disrespect that exists right now when it pertains to Shadokanim? Um, yeah, uh, I, I think so. I think so. Let me just, uh, which issue was that in? That's in this coming issue? This, I think so. This coming week? I think so. You took it off the website? You took it off the website? Yeah. Is that where you found it? Oh, so that's the paper that's coming out tomorrow. Because okay, I didn't, I, I didn't peak. see it yet. I didn't see it yet. Uh, you want to read her answer? That, that'll take about an hour. I know. Usually, to, we could, to we read could her just, answer. We could just. I mean, I think like you know, her answers are usually great, but people just like reading questions and they like to just discuss them. You know, I don't know if people are actually looking really? for answers. Honestly, I don't even know if people are looking for answers. I think people are just they I mean, want to talk they, about the question. They they love the problem so much they don't yeah. want to have to give them up and come up with the problem solving. We're talking about the, the way the Shadchanim feel. How come the Shadchanim reportedly, allegedly feel burnt down and disrespected? Like the singles aren't giving them, uh, you know, the respect. Maybe the singles feel like they have it coming to them. Like your job is to serve me and I don't have to show any Hakar Satoiva respect because that's your job. So uh, is the letter writer saying that uh, people do not show respect to Shadchanim? Is that, uh, that's, that's that what, what the saying, letter yeah. writer is saying? Yeah. Um, so I think that changes from a uh, a case to case basis. I know people that had children uh, that were dating, and whenever somebody uh, set their child up, even if it was only one date, they would send the shatchan a gift. A gift, th- you know. I think that's nice. I mean, obviously, if your kid's dating for a few years, it becomes very costly. But oh, so now you now you worried now you worried about the money again. Everything comes down to the money. <laughs> you you worried about the money? Are you it's being nice anti semitic? Is that a, is that an anti semitic trope over there? Well, are you trying to change the subject to the Gaim Defense League again? Oh, I don't know if we're going to bring up the GDL again. We already spoke about the GDL. <laughs> you like you like well, what my a, I got, you know the picture I got a note that, the picture I made I about the, G, the GDL the picture I made about the GDL was a lights was a, someone turning on a light switch. Oh yeah, I didn't even notice that. I'll take a look at it again today. But yeah. I, I'll get. I had a. I got a note about the GDL um, from somebody that was listening yesterday. Anyway, let's stay. Let's stay focused on. Um, is there you're you're a young guy in his twenties? Do you have are, are your friends complaining that they don't get the opportunities or Shachalam don't pay attention to them? No, you don't know. Did you see the story yesterday of the hundred year old man that in Israel that got married yesterday? No. You well, he's hundred years old. You want to tell me about he that? Married a, he married a seventy year old woman. And they really wanted to get married earlier, but they couldn't because of COVID. <laughs> so they had to delay the wedding. What? <laughs> where, now he's 100. Where do you uh, dig up these stories, Abba? I prepare for the show. You know, unlike some other people, I prepare, <laughs> I prepare for the program. I don't play with my lighting and the screen behind me. I actually get up in the morning early and I look around. I scour the Internet uh, for, for things that I think uh, <laughs> be interesting. I see you got a noise machine there. <laughs> I just gotta anyway, stay. I gotta stay up to date with all your jokes. 
But um, it's not a joke. I'm at a disadvantage here. I'm not allowed to look up the story. Okay, so I, I just send I, it to you. I got. Uh, first of all, very. It's, uh, that's first of all. We'll get to that in a second. But I just got a letter from the studio from our producer, and this is this this. I'll just read it. I haven't read it yet, but the subject is seminary answers. What, what is it? Some seminary okay, answers come today. So it says we got this email, like literally, we got this this morning, a couple hours ago. Good morning. We didn't, Since, we didn't even discuss the subject yet. We didn't even put this up online yet. Anyway, go ahead. I know. So how they read our mind? Maybe maybe they hacked into our system. Everybody no, that's just the, da- the daily thread. Just we just talk about what people are thinking. That's what we do. Okay. Good morning. Since I'm sure you'll be talking about seminary answers on your podcast this week, I want to offer my take as a perspective. Okay. Um, this person signed their name as TP. I'm not going to say their name that I see in the email. Uh, since mm-hmm. I, uh, so I went to high school for ninth to 11th grade. I chose to leave after 11th because school is a very toxic situation for me. And I left with my Rav's bracha. I applied to seminary during my 11th grade year and got rejected on the premise that I'm still young and it would be beneficial for me to do 12th grade. Keep in mind that they don't know me or my situation well enough to determine based on a 15-minute interview. They told me they'd take me if I applied again this year. It's written in the first rejection letter. After I ended 11th grade, I got my GED. I got a job in a firm workplace, and then it was time for seminary applications. I applied to. Uh, then it was time for assembly applications. I applied to the school I was rejected from and blindly believed that I was taken last. That I was taken last year solely because of my age. My interview went well, really thought I would get in because this is what they told me. Well, this morning, wow, So I, this is not a past story. This is a current story. This morning, I got my letter that I was rejected from all the places I applied to, including the mm. school that told me that I would get in. Can mm. we talk about why schools don't want to take someone who is different? I am from, I have a Rav, I keep mitzvahs, I go to Shirim, I'm an emotionally healthy person, I have a chesed family. I volunteer for High Lifeline and do homework with younger girls. So why don't you seminaries want to look at that side of me? Why if girls do things out of the norm, that means that they are less. Everyone has things that are different about them. Family situation, character, flaws, etc. And they get into seminary. Rejection hurts. Why am I being punished for my move to leave a place that was emotionally abusive? Wow. Okay. So, well, yeah, one listen, second. Uh, first of all, I just want to say, like, I in the first half of the email, I was thinking that this is, this is somebody that went through this mm-hmm. years ago. This is something that happened mm-hmm. today. All right. Listen, I don't know. You, sh- I think that you have to devote time on, um, on meaningful people to people that to a panel of two or three people that head up seminaries that make uh, decisions about who to accept and who not to accept, and find out what. What are the major considerations that go into uh, uh, whether a person should be accepted or not into a seminary? Now, I am out of the seminary loop for a long time. I told you that, but I also think that um, they want to they want to have people there that are pretty much have as much in common as possible. So there's good camaraderie, there's good uh, chemistry uh, in the seminary year, and uh, uh, the ladies, young ladies that are accepted. Have have you know not not the same interests but similar priorities and interests, and this is a red flag. If a person dropped out of school in the eleventh grade, this that's a red flag. Now it may be fine. It might be whoa, the best thing for whoa, her to they do. They didn't drop. One second. They didn't drop out of school. Abba, I didn't go to twelfth grade. I did the same thing that this girl <laughs> said. 
I took my. I did took you, my. But, but you, you didn't get rejected from seminary. I didn't apply to seminary. That would have been weird. All right, there you, there you go. But you there can't you go, exactly. You can't point. say you can't say that it's a red flag. It's not like she dropped out of school and then just you know became a waitress in a bar. She went and worked at no. a from workplace. She got her GED. No. She has a rub. She goes know. to Sheeran. We, 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 you, you dropped out of 12th grade because you were a genius and you didn't need oh, 12th yeah. grade. No, I dropped out of 12th grade because I wasn't a genius. And I just felt like are this you, is uh, just. Are you going to tell me, are you going to tell me now that uh, you dropped out of 12th grade because you did all the work for 12th grade and then 11th grade, didn't you? I did. But this, this girl also got her GED. She got her GED. You you didn't get a GED. You didn't get a GED. No, I, I graduated. I know. I you know. Gradu- but- you graduate. You graduated with your class. You know what GED is? A graduate equivalency diploma. It's, okay, I- it's, it's 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 not a real diploma. It's a it's a equivalency diploma. Okay. I think it's I like- don't think that makes her any less than the other girls that graduated from her class. The fact that she got a GED. But but you're when you're a director or an owner or a, 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 a in the decision making mechanism of a seminary, you have to look at the statistics. Okay, if a guy, if so a we're guy, just all numbers. Uh, we're just all statistics when it comes down to it. When, when you're dealing with thousands of girls, you have no choice. You have to. What are you? Well, a guy that a guy that has a uh, hundred errors at third base in the season. Are you going to start him at third base in the World Series? I don't think so. Okay, he's not a good third baseman, so you're going to put somebody else at third base, and so oh, maybe he's going to be uh, perfect and impeccable in the World Series. But also, he had a hundred errors, but you can't take that off the fact uh, that says on the paper statistically he had a hundred errors in the season. Ah, but this is not he's a game. This is not a game. This is life. These are Hashem's children. It's not a game. It's not baseball. So why don't you write back to this young lady? Let's follow it up. We're not going to identify her, of course. We don't do those things. There's no per- no reason to do it. But uh, fo- let's follow up with her. Let's go what our plans are now for. Well, I think her rub, her rub should really advocate for her. If she has that rub, she goes to Shiram. Her rub should be advocating for her to get into these one of these seminaries. I think. Again, I don't know how many. I don't know how many seminaries she applied to. You know, matters. Like, let's say she said, "Oh, let's say she applied to all just two seminaries." Well, I don't know. Maybe you need to apply to more, but. Let's say she did apply to a number of several seminaries, and she didn't get into any of them because she did because she's not the typical went to twelfth grade, graduated with you know because she did something a little different because she felt like it wasn't the right place for her. So she, she so that's be, it. She, she, no, uh, the, the the system the system does not work well Abba, with people that are not that are not typical. Let me tell you something that Rabbi Jacobson said. Okay, and put this on a bumper sticker. Systems are here to serve people. People are not here to serve systems. And the way it is right now is that we need to serve the system in order to uh, get in anywhere. The systems should be here to serve us. That isn't what's happening. Right, so, so what? How, how do you suggest that you uh, you have the power of a microphone? You have you know tens of thousands of people listening to you every day all over the firm world where this is an important issue. What are you going to do about it? How are you going to change it? Well, at the first, complain about it? no, at the at the at the um, listen. Your this, daughter's two years. Your your daughter's two years old. Yeah. You're not going to have that problem for a couple of years. Baruch Hashem, and hopefully I won't ever have that problem. It's Hashem because you know Mashiach will be here, and seminary is going to be. Uh, I don't uh, know. Will be free. Well, not exactly yes. free, but uh, like free. It's going to feel like, like free. It'd be like a maxis hashekel, whatever. Anyways. Um, I think, first of all, that people who this conversation is resonating with, whether you agree or disagree, 
they should they should chime in email us message us on whatsapp your your stuff is all anonymous we don't say any names but i'd love to hear what the what the public thinks and what they what they really think um again like i'm not in seminary i'm not a girl i i, I never got rejected from a seminary i don't know if this is a very very widespread issue i don't know it could be a non problem i have no idea um this podcast this platform is is for the people and we want to really discuss things that um that they're saying so the people should email us you know the daily thread at meaningfulminute.org like this this young girl emailed us this morning um, it sounds to me like it sounds to me like you're about to end the podcast i think also right do you want to get back today. to that so, do you want to get back no, to that 100 year old wedding i want i want i want to say one more thing we're heading into we're in rosh Chodesh other we're heading to purim and into pesach it's uh i know it's a, probably the busiest time of the year at the five towns Jewish Times. I'm not going to even tell you what I wrote about this week because it's going to take too much time. Maybe we'll discuss it tomorrow when the paper comes out, God willing. Maybe. Yeah. But I, I do want to say that there are advertising opportunities here in the Daily Thread. Yes, sir. And I'd like to give uh, give out a phone number uh, where people can call. I want to give Nissen's phone number where people sure. can call if that's that's okay with you, yep. and uh, get get publicity. Very uh, manageable rates. And yeah. you do reach tens of thousands of people. Uh, and it's every day. The that's so, the cool thing is that we're doing this four days a week. And if to advertise, right. you can go ahead and email us at the daily thread at meaningfulone.org. Or you can call 516-668-5853. That's 516-668-5853. Thank you so much for trusting and tuning in to the daily thread another day. We will see you all tomorrow.